threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. <laughs> Do yourself. Today we're going to talk we about just spent the last 30 minutes probably talking like Charles Abbott. That Charles Abbott voice is like, I don't know what That's it is. It's my favorite, man. It feels good to yeah, do it. Yeah, sounds great. If you guys just, like you're having a bad day. Get reincarnated. Stand in front of the mirror, start doing your Charles Abbott voice. You will feel better by the end of it. I guarantee just five minutes. You just don't have any care in the world. No. You're going to feel better Charles about yourself. Charles going to shave this morning. Charles Abbott is a great person. <laughs> Charles Evan. Charles Evan can do anything. <laughs> Charles Evan gonna have a good day. Charles have good. Out. <laughs> and just, yeah, just head out and do your thing. Your wife's staring at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> she pretty much does that anyways. I don't yeah, have to do the Charles have good voice that's for that. Hmm. Yeah. Cameron, I'm excited about today. Man, it feels like it's been a bit. I was yeah. off last week. That's right. I was out floating right. in the ocean. It does, it does. I was wondering why it felt so long. <laughs> That's why. You've been out. It's been two weeks. Uh, but we did release a cool episode last week, so you haven't uh, checked that out. We did a little talk with uh, Kern about uh, EMPs. Yeah, always an exciting fun. subject. Yeah, great stuff. But today, we got a good one for you. We do. What are we uh, talking this about? This is an exciting... Uh, it may not be exciting for you, but obviously, mm. I like it. Because yeah, first yeah. aid kits, mm. they're important. They and are. so, we're going to talk all about first aid kits and... Other mm-hmm. kits of the first aid mm-hmm. business, Beautiful. and um, basically, you know, doing doing it yourself is what we've preached. And so, Charles Hapgood wants you to do makes his own, but yeah. First aid. So, we wanted to just talk about uh, a little more in detail first aid kits, different yeah. types, and what stuff you should kind of get prepared in your own kit, yes, sir. Uh, before we get to that, though, I gotta tell you about Battle Box, it is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear. For adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and Charles Hepgood. <laughs> Each yeah. month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival <laughs> and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The Tactica K100 Pocket Knife. Dude, pocket knives are awesome. I love pocket knives. Bleed Stop. Perfect time. Oh my gosh, couldn't be better. All this badassness starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at TryBattleBox.com slash CasualPreppers. Get your first Battle Box plus a free knife when you sign up at TryBattleBox.com slash CasualPreppers. Listener, reviews starts now. Yes, indeed. Yes. Anybody's got to have that bleed stop. I just picture you know biting it off, mm. pouring it into somebody's like shoulder know, huh? wound. You're like, oh come on, get your stop. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to look cool, get you back. Get some off. bleed stop and yeah. battle box. So uh, stress relief, driving home stress relief mm-hmm. while thinking about prepping can be stressful. <laughs> you guys take the stress right out of it with your great lighthearted amusement, but um, every but very logical at times. I think this is ideal, right? Mm-hmm. At times, ideal for the normal person. <clears throat> or ideas for the normal person. Oh, maybe it's both. Yeah. Okay. It probably is ideas. Never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an hour drive home from work, which some days can be high stress in the emergency service services field. Oh, man. Your, uh, your guys' podcast gives me at least one day a week a good laugh on the way home. Keep up the great work, Co-Cheese. Nah, Co-Cheese. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, man. It is stressful, right? And, and good work in the emergency I'm services sure, field. Appreciate I'm sure you. that. Yeah. 
That yeah. feels stressful. That's why I don't choose it. <laughs> exactly. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review, make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Well, the world gets madder and madder as we go. Um, I read an article. Uh, here is the uh, headline. Killer bees sting six people to death in Nicaragua <laughs> after bus plunges into ravine. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, just add that there. I know that's the worst part of this whole thing. Wait, did man. I just catch that last sentence? Mm-hmm. Say that was true. Plunged yeah. into six people, including a mother and her eight-year-old daughter, were stung to death by a swarm of killer bees during a bus ride in Nicaragua earlier this week. A bus carrying sixty passengers uh, making the hour-long journey from Genotega to San Sebastian, whatever. Then, um, when the vehicle skidded off the road and plunged one hundred and sixty-five feet down a ravine. Obviously, that's a horrible. We're alive. We made everybody survived the initial um, terrifying drop. The bus landed in a coffee plantation field, which was home to a number of disturbed and angry oh killer Africanized bees. Um, the passengers were stung repeatedly by the angry insects and victims' bodies. We're all right. <laughs> we're all right. <laughs> What's going on? on? They were covered from head to toe with hundreds of angry red bite marks. They have pictures of this, and it is Ugh. it's horrible. That, that is horrible. So, uh, anyways, they were meant to go. I yeah, guess. like it was time. Um, but you survive <laughs> a bus off a cliff. <laughs> and then killer bees get you. Oh my gosh. I know. So I don't know how you prep for that. I don't either. We never did an episode on killer bees. <clears throat> there was a time be. when they're Yeah, there was a thing about them, huh? Yeah. So um here's another this is the world that we live in now. <clears throat> TikTok trend leads to fruit roll-up woes um in Israel. What? So this is funny because uh 2 weeks ago somebody in our uh clinic brought in fruit roll-ups and ice cream and that's like a trend you put a little scoop of ice cream on the fruit roll-up and roll it up and eat it and it's like crispy Weird. and it takes all the fillings out of your teeth does it yeah <laughs> that sounds about it right it's yeah. super sticky <clears throat> anyways I, and then i saw this article health officials in israel are warning the public about sugar the sugar content of fruit roll-ups after a viral tiktok trend led to multiple instances of the sweet snacks being smuggled into the country there's smuggled? videos there's video, yeah. So I don't think they can have certain things. Yeah, fruit roll-ups in Israel? Yeah, guess what not. The I guess crap? they're banned. But the Israel Tax Authority said an operation at Ben Gurion Airport led to the hundred, hundreds of pounds of fruit roll-ups being confiscated from luggage. <laughs> Officials said people had been bringing the snacks from the United States, where a box of seventy-two fruit roll-ups can be bought for about twenty-seven bucks, and then sold. Uh, each single fruit roll-up can be sold for $6. That's a lot of money. 27 bucks for a box? I don't know where they're buying it here. That's no, seemed- you probably can't on Amazon. I bet you can. Fruit roll-ups? So they're buying 72 <clears throat> roll-ups in a box, taking it over there, selling it $6 each roll-up. Oh, man. That's a big bank. Yeah, it's like a drug deal, man. Yeah, so um, anyways, wow. uh, never, never thought I would live in a world where uh, fruit roll-ups are being smuggled. Wow. And sold on the black market. And then getting in trouble for yeah. taking Government's them. like, well, you're breaking teeth. Well, you can't for roll-up. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Let's go attack our neighbors. Yeah. Let's go destroy that well, nation next to We're going to go nuke somebody, but you can't be in for roll-ups. <laughs> I was like, oh my wow. gosh. That's Anyways, weird. TikTok ruining the world. Yep. yep. Go follow us on TikTok, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, so today we're talking about first aid kits, and I guess we're, like, leaning towards, like, DIY first aid kits pretty much. Yeah, more so. Um, We figured 
we could get you some details on bags and things mm-hmm. to put in them so that you can build your own because yeah. that's really the best way to build uh, a, a first aid kit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I'm talking about here, by the way. We don't ever. No, so no, it's not no. anything unusual. I know. It's like we were talking about this earlier. I'm like, Cam, you're just going to have to like help me walk through some of this stuff because I'm an idiot. And he's like, well, that's how every other episode Kobe's is. Kobe's my mouthpiece. So <laughs> but, I mean, like, you can explain things better than even I can at least work with, in the field. At least with this episode, one of us sort of knows what's going on. Sort of. Every other episode, yeah. we're both just BSing. <laughs> so here yeah, we go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I do work in medicine and I've worked in several different clinic types. Urgent care, family medicine, mm-hmm. surgical specialty. And so, yes, I do have some experience, but, you know, um, I just wanted to, like, like Kobe said, I mean, this isn't medical advice. Please. This isn't using, I mean, yes, I have experience in this, but you still have to, like, learn this stuff and build your own. So we're giving you recommendations, yeah. but it's not like, well, he knows medicine. I'm only going to do what he says. So This is just no. kind of food for thought. Yeah, don't do that. So, um, and our main purpose today with building these kits is... Um, to kind of get those things that you're most likely going to need for you and your family. Um, there are m- tons of different things out there, uh, tons of kids. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's a million different devices. You know, everyone's always coming up with a new fancy. I'll be honest, I don't even know how to use the Strats turn the, the Rats tourniquet. Like Strats turn. <laughs> I hope it's he's funny. listening. I hope he is too. Um, the Rats tourniquet is. I mean, mm. it, I, I I've seen how it works and I've done it, but yeah. it's like it's not something. So there's just like all this stuff out there. So it's a little bit overwhelming mm-hmm. to just like I'll just buy my own kit. The problem is. You're going to run into a lot of garbage, a lot oh, for of sure. useless stuff, and so it's highly recommended that you take some of these things from the list that we're going to go through today mm-hmm. and build your own. And so, um, yeah, another another reason that we I wanted uh, I we wanted to do this episode again is because nowadays we live in like a really convenient uh, time where you can just go down to the grocery store and yeah. buy some medicine and buy some band-aids. And if you don't know how to use them, you can walk over to urgent care and they'll show you how to put don't it put on. They'll put the band-aid on yeah, for you. Yeah, so it's like you can even go to Amazon Clinic now and visit with a Amazon provider. Amazon Clinic? Yeah, I didn't did you know see that? that? No. Yeah, they're starting their own clinic <laughs> service oh that you gosh. can do telemedicine through them. Wow. Um, so we live in this time where it's super convenient mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, you can go in, be seen, taken care of. Like we've lost the ability to learn, uh, we've, we've lost the ability to learn how to take care of ourselves medically, like on our own, like how mm-hmm. to, how to treat wounds, how to take care of, uh, like my mom was a nurse and wasn't a nurse. Yeah, you exactly. know, she knew everything like yeah. medically, it blows my mind how, how much medical knowledge she had just because of all of us boys getting injured. Mostly from being and cows, up. probably. Like, <laughs> half the scars on my face, I think there's only one of them that got sutured. The rest were taped shut and glued, <laughs> yeah. like, with who knows what. Yeah. So it was like, um, and, and, and in this, like, SHTF scenario, you're going to need to know how to do these things on your own. You're not mm-hmm. going to have an available clinic to go to. You may not even want to go to that clinic because there's an overwhelming uh, sickness that's going around yeah. or something. And, uh and and so yeah, I've talked about that before. Just also just you, to save to yourself know. money. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time you go to the Apparently clinic, nobody does that anymore. My gosh. When I watch people, I'm like, yeah, how much money are you spending? Like, I have people come into the clinic and like 
I can see all their hospital visits, you yeah. know, and I'm just like, you have like 50 urgent care notes in the last two months. I don't know how people do it. Like, what are you doing? I'm doing the wrong thing in life because everybody has more money than me. Everybody does Everybody here to like, have more money. I got to go to the urgent care. Better buy a new side-by-side -side so I can get over there. All their kids got like <laughs> iPhone 14s. <laughs> I'm like, two. Like, how does this happen? Yeah, so, yeah. but it's like, we've lost that ability to like take care of ourselves and, and know how to use the medical equipment that's all available now. Like, yeah. Pretty much anything, you can buy a dialysis machine probably on Amazon <laughs> today, I don't know. Get an old, like a vintage dialysis <laughs> <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> Just blow the rust out and yeah. then put it in. There's some old blood in there. It's fine. <laughs> you might have to wash the clots out, but it'll get you cleaned little up. little soap. <laughs> Not a big deal. You send it back if you want it. <laughs> Someone's going to buy it. Used one. Someone's going to buy it, I guarantee Yeah, so it's just crazy. We have all this stuff. I got a, lot a new of people dialysis don't machine. It, nor want to try I'm going to repaint a dialysis machine for the <laughs> I'm gonna entryway. I'm going to distress the corners. I'm going to put a little ship lap That's on the exactly outside. That's exactly what we walk in. It's like an old phone yeah. and a dialysis, <laughs> dialysis machine. <laughs> I just like antique stuff. I like farmhouse dialysis type stuff. <laughs> You know? Yeah. You like that ship lap behind it? It looks real nice. Yeah. Yep. Vintage blood. Oh, for man. sure. My yeah. wife's going to get mad about that one. <laughs> Add it to the list. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, um, but but yeah. So with all of that being said, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to like start with what is, you know, what's the pros and cons of mm -hmm. building your own versus just buying a pre-built kit. Yeah. So let's talk about that DIY versus pre-built. So obviously there's two ways you can go when you're getting your fact ready. You can make it yourself or you can just go buy one. Right. And there's pros and cons to each. I got all money in the world. I buy one. I buy two. <laughs> um, but so let's talk about pre-built. Um, it has some obvious pros right? Because you just don't have to go out and search for every tiny little item. Yeah. You can just hit Because all buy. the stuff in there usually comes in a big box of a whole bunch. So it's exactly. like, you want all of that. Exactly. You probably um, should. But. Mm -hmm. So you can basically just go out, you can purchase a kit that looks like it works for you kind of generally for whatever kit you're looking for, and you're done. It, it, that's why it's so easy to yeah. buy a pre-built Welcome to kit. America. Welcome to America. <laughs> exactly. Um, usually, depending on the price range, these have been put together by a professional that kind of understands what's going on. So, you know, that's a plus on yeah. that side, right? You, if you buy a trauma kit or if you buy a exactly. vehicle kit or a boat kit or whatever, somebody has looked at that. I mean, I would hope so, especially on the higher end stuff. Not yeah. that low wind, like $8 Amazon <laughs> stuff. Yeah, some kid in China put that together. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. put that up there. Um, but Scott done pouring like beads <laughs> into like a, a bottle and then yeah. he's going to go over and build a medical kit. Oh, yeah, he's like building Moving a medical down the kit line with one hand, braiding a bracelet with the other hand. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Losing a foot in the other. Yeah, yeah. and my kids are mad at me because I ask them to do the dishes. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's That's this, the truth. What's this world come Welcome to? to America. Welcome have to America. Pepsi. Trump 2024. <laughs> have a Pepsi. Have a Pepsi. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> um. Anyways, welcome yeah. to Biden's America. Yeah. You're... I got to get a Trump and a Biden one in. Yeah, you do. I, I like to do that. Get you both pissed off. <laughs> um. Get both sides motions going. Yeah. Get something going on down there. Um. So, yeah, these have been put together by a professional that kind of understands. Also, pre-made kits, they can actually be a great starting point for, sure. for your own DIY kit. So, not to say that it's a totally bad thing if you want to start there and, and then, and you know, build with it. I've stolen I've mm -hmm. stolen pieces out of my own other yeah. kit, like my other kits. I'm like, I like that, like this, mm -hmm. put it together. 
for sure. In the lower end kits, it's usually pretty inexpensive. Like you can get it for next to nothing. Like they basically yeah. give it to you. Here. Yep. This ain't gonna do nothing. You yeah. can have it. There's a kid's finger in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Off the assembly line. There's a little hair. I don't know where the hair came from. <laughs> I guess you could use that for a tourniquet. Yeah. Bleed stop, I guess. Just throw it on there. Dental floss. <laughs> Dental floss. Yeah. I don't know. Your nose bleeds. Just plug it up there. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Um, so, it's in there. Use it. <laughs> but there's some cons to these as well. For the high-end ones, that stuff is expensive. Yeah. It is not cheap. So I've drooled over it. I've uh, wanted some of it. Yes. Like my medic has some amazing <clears throat> looking stuff. And I do love um that they package all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can ziplock. You know, you like yes. I used a little piece of it, cut it off, put it back, zip the bag. Shut. I hate the ones where you open it up and like six thousand pieces yep. are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, never <laughs> use this again. <laughs> you can't get it packed. I actually back up. have one that's like an, a little cheap kit yeah. that's just all over the place that's actually tucked into my vehicle kit, like in the trunk of my car. Mm-hmm. So it has like jumper cables, bandages, <laughs> ice pack, yeah. a mask, and like a flare. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that all came in the same kit. <laughs> that's a great kit. But you can't put it back in the bag. No. Like Mm-mm. it just blows up, like you said. Yeah. So anyways, so there, yeah. yeah, they can get pricey. Um, they also probably never have everything that you're going to need in those situations. And it's never going to be specific to you and in, in the situation exactly like for you and your family or whatever, right? Um, and it may not have specific brands that like you may have brands of a Band-Aid that you like. Or, I do. Yeah. Or Johnson, you may, Johnson Band-Aid. Johnson Johnson. Or you may have like a brand of saline. I don't know shit. Well, that's, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to think of something else that you like. I only use Amazon saline. Kirkland saline all day yeah. long. Poland spring saline all day. <laughs> um, I couldn't Sprout think of, fright. I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. Saline came out. Okay. Um, and it seems like those never have enough of the things that you use the most. Yeah. Right? It, exactly. Band-aids for one Burns thing. Through them. It's like yeah. you got four band-aids. Yeah. Deal with it. It's like, no, it's not enough. I just want all Band-Aids, just, most of my kits, because that's I, what my kids I want. I just need like a thousand-piece Band-Aid kit, basically, <laughs> all, and some ibuprofen. <laughs> and a shot of whiskey. Charles Hepgood. Charles Hepgood. Shot of whiskey and a slap on the ass. That's my first aid <laughs> Charles kit. Hepgood kit. Charles Hepgood kit. Just linen tar and some Vaseline. <laughs> Maybe backbone if I get shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. Some jaw. <laughs> yeah, You've been there. in your daddy's jaw. Yeah, you have, you? Here. <laughs> have a Pepsi. <laughs> Jaws have that would be, yeah. yeah. Your dad's kid just has a Pepsi. Well, that guarantee that's what my dad's kid has. Um, um, where are we going with all why, this? Why you, why you got your first aid kit in the fridge? <laughs> I got Pepsi in there. <laughs> yeah, somewhere I like it. You get a tummy ache. <laughs> let's go. Or you want diabetes. Um, welcome to my family. Um, Sugar drop sometimes. <laughs> I need to true. eat Pepsi. It does. So now let's move on to DIY kits. Um, doing it yourself. Here are the pros. You can build it to your specific specs. It can be exactly how you want it. You're never going to find a pre-built one exactly how you want it. You're just not going to. You're not. 
You can get exactly the brands you want and the number of items you like. This is basically the inverse of the cons on the other side. Um, <laughs> you can you can get the container or bag that you really like in the size that you really want. Because sometimes that's like, a big deal. It really is. Like I hate those ones that are like the plastic containers. That, yeah. When you fir- the first <sighs> buckle breaks off, yeah, and you, you like so open you gotta it, duct, duct so tape like, it. Well, that kit never is gonna. Now close you pull again. out the medical tape to shut it. <laughs> Exactly. Or it's just everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, you can get the exact container, the size you want. There's no wasted space or like random garbage in there that you're never going to use. Yeah. Uh, Got to so be all about that. Exactly. Um, you can probably do it cheaper this way. Yeah. Especially if you're going to make a high quality kit, right? Yeah, it's gonna exactly. Be if you're going to go high quality mm-hmm. and build your own, it's going to be way cheaper than yeah. buying a high quality pre-made and also, like, you don't have to buy everything all at once. With that pre-made kit, like, if it's two or three hundred dollars, I don't know how much it's going to be. You got to pay it all up once. At, at once, if you're if you're going to make your own kit, you could say, okay, I want to spend twenty bucks a month, thousand band aids, thousand band aids each month. Yeah, and now I'm good. I've got twelve thousand band aids at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but you seven hundred s- grams of lip balm. Seven hundred. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Um, so you can spread that out over <laughs> That's the whole accurate. year. That is accurate. That's exactly how much it costs. Yeah. You don't have to do it all at once. Yeah. The cons of that, though, it just takes way more time. It really it does. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Right? Um, you also have to have the knowledge of how to put that thing together, or you got to do the research, which you guys are all doing right now, which is great, but it is, it's time-consuming. It's taking up hard drive space in your brain. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, right? So that, that could be a con. You could miss something very important. Knowing me, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'll, I'll build the best kit in the world, and I forgot to put Band-Aids in it or something stupid, right? So you're like, oh, well. I These suck. kits can be stressful, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's one of the more stressful kits to put together. Yeah. And I feel like I should know better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Should, That's yeah. the other thing. I'm like, <laughs> did I do this right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, also, like, with you, though, there's, like, more scrutiny. Someone comes and looks at it. They're like, yeah. You're a medical That's professional. That's what you put in there? That's what you put in Pepsi? there? Pepsi? Well, why you got goldfish in there? <laughs> I'm a kid, Okay. <laughs> Yep. Um, and sometimes, like, I know this is dumb, but I think about this. It doesn't look as good. It doesn't look as uniform or as slickly put together exactly. as, like, one of those mimetic kits. Because those things are sexy, man. They are. They really yeah, are. They look like Ski Patrol. Yeah. With one on. Ski Patrol. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, ski Patrol. You know, they got the backpack people plus. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Ski Patrol. Exactly. Everybody likes to look like Ski Patrol. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've all we've all grown up wanting to be as cool as a Ski Patrol guy. <laughs> You know, I don't know. It just came to my mind. <laughs> Ski Patrol. <laughs> I always see them skiing around with big plus on their back. Yeah, medic or is that just his outfit? They just really like math. Yeah. <laughs> Addition. Crossroads, my skis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is the kind of the pros and cons of the DIY versus pre-made kits. Yeah, and and um, it yeah, <laughs> I derailed you a few times i apologize oh that's all right we made it through it so uh basic or starter first aid kit and supplies is what i wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. so this is the meat of it right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so um glad i'm the one delivering it exactly you the best person to deliver it you giving us the meat (laughs) give us the meat so (laughs) everybody wants my meat okay here we go medium rare baby here comes so um when you're Building your first aid kit, mm-hmm. first thing you're going to look at, like you had already mentioned, is is what kind of container or bag are you going to put all of your gear in? Mm-hmm. This is a big one for me because uh, the last thing you want to be doing is, like you were saying with those other kits that just explode. It's yeah. so like, I need a Band-Aid 
and it's at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they're all it's all in one compartment. Yeah, and so you just dig everything out, yeah, and you can't get it back in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah poke your finger on yeah. friggin'. And so you you really need a nice organized either container or um, if you're using one large container, like put them in Ziploc bags so that you can and label them. But my favorites are those bags that kind of roll out mm-hmm. and they kind of have everything tucked away in mesh pockets so you yeah. can actually see mm-hmm. what's in that pocket. Or the clear plastic on the yeah, top. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you can get anything like this, like. Walmart sells all those little individual containers, Mm -hmm. like plastic Tupperware things. And you can just, you know, they even come in a bigger one. So you just like put all your gear in those. Whatever way you do it, it's just, it's best to just organize it so that when you need something quickly, instead of having, you know, uh, Charles Havgood standing there bleeding out. And you're like, where's my bandage? And he dies. Yeah. And yeah. And you've killed Charles Havgood. And everybody will kill you. Yeah, you're done. For letting him die. You really need like... A medical kit should be quick and accessible and the items inside it yeah. quick and accessible. So um, you want an organized pack. So you got to start there. Um, mm-hmm. If you're, if anything, you probably have Band-Aids and some things you can throw in it right off the bat. Get a good pack. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, um, also, it doesn't need to be as durable as like a bug out bag. You know, yeah. you don't need a nicely stitched, thick lumbar support backpack. Um, they make a lot of cheap ones on Amazon. Um Super inexpensive, organized. You're not going to be packing that thing around a ton. It's just, it keeps all that organized so that you can just quickly move it place to place. And again, this depends on what type of kit you're building. So yeah, he's maybe. talking about just like a basic Exactly. Pack. So this is more something that um, that's usually just at home. Yep. Mm-hmm. You may you may take it from place to place, mm-hmm. um, but it's not the one that you're going to throw in and bug out with. Right. You may take supplies from it, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a huge. It's going to be a huge kit. Or you may just throw it in your truck. Right? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, and, and that's an easy thing to do too. You so, do whatever you want with it. Yeah, this is uh, it's a free country. Take a so. bath with it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, the nice thing about my medic is they have everything individually packaged. Mm-hmm. So um, if you did just have one Jan Sport backpack that you want to make as your medical bag. Mm-hmm buy stuff like this or little box little uh bins or bags that you can put them in um the next thing uh before getting into actual uh components is like put some manuals in there yes um i mean do you spend every day looking over suturing and how to how to properly rinse out a wound or anything in fact almost never yeah exactly why would you um so most people don't unless they work in medicine deal with this stuff on a daily basis so they're like you can print virtually everything mm-hmm. um without paying like 3m for example has downloads for how to suture and it has splinting guides um and you can just print them out stick them in your pack um dosage instructions for like pediatric meds all that stuff can be printed and i would put it in the pack so that you don't have to memorize it or you know something to refer back to um when you're treating childhood yeah i have like a little um just like a, it's like a, almost like a backpackers type first aid manual. Yeah, it's those tiny. are those are sweet, man. There's yeah. a whole bunch of them. Um, my medic even makes one of those. So it, you yeah. just buy a little medical guidebook, put mm-hmm. it in with all of your gear, and then um, you'd be good. You'd yeah, go. obviously it's better off to know that stuff right off. Exactly, and we'll back. talk about the skill portion. But but you don't know. You don't. Yeah. Time and there's no harm in having a guide there. Yeah. You know, um, put a Bible one there, <clears throat> so throat> you can be like throat> the. You can die. You want to confess any sins. <laughs> Last rites. Um, so let's. I'm going to move on to the medical items, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going, going to receive some some scrutiny here. 
I, I've mm-hmm. looked over a lot of different kits, and like I said, you know, yes, I work in medicine, and I'm not necessarily selecting all of this just because of what I know. It's also mm-hmm. from other um, guides that I've looked at and things I've used and things that I feel like my family will need. So here we go. Um, Band-Aids, obviously, it's going to be like the first thing I'm going to put in there. It's both psych- psychological help for your kids. For sure, yeah. And um, the easiest thing to use. It's adhesive, has a little mm-hmm. gauze on it. So uh, plain and simple. I do love Coban. That's that mm-hmm. um, ace. It's like an ace bandage stretchy wrap, but it sticks to itself. Mm-hmm. And you can get this stuff really cheap from like a animal um, store, like and it's, Cow Ranch. Or and it's got it's ace. got so many good uses too. It does. Yeah. You can use it for like tons of stuff, like bundling tools and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's it's so useful. Um, ace bandage isn't bad to have as well. Um, <clears throat> I like the ones that have Velcro on them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sprains and things like that. Coban works. It's just not as good at, like, delivering that elastic yeah. uh, compression that you need. So, uh, I have that as well. Medical tape, you just never know when, uh, like, gauze bandage and stuff. Band-Aids aren't going to hold that on very well. Wrapping everything in Coban isn't the best option. So, having some medical tape, and it's usually silk-based medical uh, tape. Um, there's a whole bunch of different forms if you're allergic to adhesive and all that stuff. But you can figure that out. Some kind of tape. Mm-hmm. Um, gauze. Uh there's a lot of different types of gauze. Man, there is. For good basic gauze. Good gauze is so much. Yeah. Um, for, uh, <laughs> that one always comes up. Yeah, kind of does. Um, there's some trauma gauze that Kobe will talk a little more about, but I'm just <clears> talking <throat> about like basic gauze. You can get gauze pads, you can get non, uh, like non stick gauze, mm-hmm. adhesive gauze, you can, all kinds of types. I'm just saying put some gauze in there. Good gauze, put some gauze in there. <laughs> I got like I like the roll gauze because you can kind of just you know add however much you want, just wrap it around, mm-hmm. cut it off, and you can still use that. The pads uh, are useful for a lot of things, so just get some of those mm-hmm. shears. You're gonna use those to uh, cut that gauze mm-hmm. or cut uh, clothes off. Mm. That sounds <laughs> awesome, but you never know if you're trying to get to a wound really quick. Got some you need bedroom some. shears. <laughs> So Leatherman makes a really awesome set that yeah. I have on my kit, and then um, the Trauma those, X ones. Those are, are good sweet, too. man. I and, I really liked those in good price. Too. I cut my Levi's clean off. You did, yeah. That was a great those. video. We we need to repost that one at some point. <laughs> um, safety pins. We've talked a, a mm. bunch of times on their uses. You know, not only to just hold bandages in place, but also you can pin a tongue to a bottom lip. Mm-hmm. Somebody got real worked up over that one. Yeah. Medical tape. Uh, I already did that one. Um, tweezers. Or forceps, whatever you want to call them, whatever field you work in. Um, pulse livers out, uh, pick up little small items. The ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what tweezers yeah. for. Um, pluck eyebrows. That's number oh, one yeah. use. Um, SHTF, so you got to look good. I do have a chest seal in just my basic kit, kit because um, <clears throat> gun like gunshot wounds, is pro- that's probably going to be your one of your most important things is have a chest wound. Mm-hmm. But they're tiny. Like, yeah. they're really, like, a thin little package you can just stuff in most kits. So, I do add it to this, even though it's a little bit more advanced and traumatic mm-hmm. for a trauma kit or something, but... Um, well, here, we'll talk about a specific trauma yeah. kit later. So, most of these things are just, like, stuff that you would have in your medicine cabinet that you're going to put into your own, like, a kit, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, an irrigation syringe. So, syringes, I've talked about how important they are. One, for administering medication to kids. Like, you need that accurate measurement, but also... They're super useful to um, irrigate wounds mm-hmm. and um, flush ears and stuff like that. So get you some syringes. 
Batter, uh, butterfly, a butterfly. <laughs> this is the ones they use in the kitchen. Yes, sir. I <laughs> love your butterfly bandages. Yeah, the butterfly bandages um, are nice to kind of approximate wound edges. So, like, you got a kind of a more open gash. <clears throat> they hold them together, and then you can wrap it up. Um, zip stitch is kind of taking mm-hmm. a better uh, place of those, in my opinion, because they have they're they're a little better adhesive, um, and they. The thing is, you can put them in place and then yeah. pull the wound. Like, so, are steri strips kind of the same thing? Steri strips are awesome. Yeah, they 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 kind of are like a butterfly band. A little they're bit. They're just not shaped like that. But right. They're you can do the same. Same can, kind of thing can, with those. Yeah. Right? To one side and then pull it over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's another thing. Anything like that, a butterfly bandage, a zip stitch, or a steri strip would be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, Aluminum splint. Mm-hmm. So for sprains and stabilizing a joint or a break, you're going to want that in there. Emergency blanket. That's more for a little more like trauma-based stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about that. I do have them in a regular kit because it's an easy thing to throw in. Yeah. Plus the survival aspect of an of a yeah. emergency blanket. Um, gloves. If you're working on somebody in the neighborhood, <laughs> don't want their bodily In the fluid. neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. You never know. You yeah. never know. Especially the kind of neighborhood we But there's a lot in. of uses. I've shown you, you can cut the finger off and use it like as a tourniquet on a finger wound. So Fingerless can... condoms? Yes. Gloves? Yeah, exactly. But, um, and then, so saline eye drops, if you get those big saline bottles and they have just a little nozzle on the top, you mm-hmm. can use, you know, you can put a lot of uh, pressure behind those to squirt out wounds, mm-hmm. irrigate eyes. So I do like to have what? a bigger bottle of saline. Just what, regular, like. What brand? Oh, <laughs> Um, there's so many brands <laughs> yeah, like so we talked about brands. <laughs> sanitation wipes typically mm-hmm. I, I like the alcohol ones because you can just put the little pouches in each kit you yeah. know and but um, you can buy the bigger container like the Lysol ones uh, that are alcohol only like I, I like those because you get a big sheet to kind of wipe things off and mm-hmm. dried blood and all that stuff polysporin packets I, you know neosporins what everybody goes to I'm not a huge fan of neosporin just because neomycin itself can be a little irritating. So mm. you can get bacitracin or um polysporin or any of those. They're they're they have less antibiotic in them, but mm. the you know don't. same thing though. It's the same exact thing. It's just it takes one issue it takes one of the antibiotics out that some people but uh, more people have issues with. So oh, okay. I just eliminate that for allergic problems. Yeah. Um and then an N N95. Simple mm-hmm. little mask put in there for you know, protecting you against a sick person and who knows, pandemic number seven mm-hmm. of the same pandemic. <laughs> yes. Let's just create the same. Um, so anyway, with all of that gear, I mean, it's a lot and it's hard to, re- it's hard to go over when you can't read it. So we talked yeah. about posting it. We'll post um, something. With like some links to places where you can buy some of them. So we'll get that up because listening to it, it's just, it's too hard to enjoy. Mm. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. You want to look at it. Yeah. You just yeah. won't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, for a home kit, this is obviously like your biggest med kit that you have, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of go crazy with this. You can be a whole duffel bag size of Band-Aids, or um, it's just a small Tupperware thing full of uh, most of your home meds. I or it's like just your medicine seven. cabinet. I, I have like six or seven Tupperwares everywhere with <laughs> exactly. stuff in it. Oh, Yeah. Tin can of those little cookies. Just open it up. It's all your <laughs> yeah, Band-Aids. It's all Band-Aids. But the home kit is like the kit that's going to have most of the stuff that you need, one for emergencies like uh, scrapes, cuts, scratches, things like that, but also some backup meds and things like that in it. Um, 
still needs to be organized, like I said. So even if you're not planning to travel with it, it's nice to just have it kind of in something that you can just pick up and go. Um, taking the whole kit to an injury or something makes it nice too. Like if it's mm-hmm. all there, um, in, you know, somebody's hurt out in the yard, then you can actually just take it out there. Um, it's not just all spread out on a, on a shelf. Yeah. And these kits, uh, typically have tools and materials and medications in, in one large kit. So yeah. your home kit's kind of like your medicine cabinet with your, your first aid kit kind of combined in one. Mm-hmm. So it's just all put together, uh, with those items up above and it, it can be more advanced based on your skill, your comfort level with what tools you're putting in it. And so we'll talk a little more about that. Nice. But I do want to talk about cybercrime. Because it goes along with first aid kits. Oh, for sure. But no, um, we are constantly uh, vulnerable online. Mm -hmm. We can have our information stolen at any second. So everyone should get something like Surfshark. Mm -hmm. It's a virtual private network that can protect you and all of your devices from online threats. It's like going gray man online. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're on, if you travel a lot, if you uh, if you're going on public Wi-Fi a lot, this is something to really consider. the The other thing I never mentioned, but that I like about Surfshark, even if it's not on, it'll warn you that you're on you're on an unsafe network. Yeah, so it's pretty sweet. It's That's like, awesome. oh, I better turn it on. Um, it, it it protects you from um, you know malware, phishing, obnoxious and unsafe emails and ads if you accidentally click because it's putting your IP address in a whole nother location. So it looks like. You're browsing the internet from Kentucky when mm-hmm. you actually are in Utah. I've never been to Kentucky. Or you can connect to a server in the UK mm-hmm. and even access uh, their specific like BBC or online um, streaming network. Behind the scenes coronation yeah. footage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Okay. So that's pretty cool. You can yeah. actually use it not only to protect yourself, but for entertainment. So go to uh, surfshark.com, use our code CASUALPREPPERS, you get... 24 months plus an extra three. So 27 months for less than 60 bucks. That's a huge deal. You're not going to find a better VPN for the price. Um, Honestly, it's fast. It works well. The app's easy to use and it covers all your devices, not just five or two or three. It's not limited. Yeah, so we actually have a link in the show notes, guys. All of our stuff, there's a link to all of our sponsors. So it makes it so easy for you. Just pull it up, click it, you're there. I've purchased this one for the last two years. So yeah. I, for I've had four years of protection with Surfshark because it's hands down the best one. To Insane, use. man. Insane. So we've mentioned some items for a trauma kit. So let's quickly go over some things that you would want to build for this trauma kit. So what is the trauma kit? Um, this one kind of seems to be super popular in the prepper slash gun world. It's yeah, like, it I does. gotta have my trauma kit on me all the time, right? Not a bad thing to think about, um, but it's sort of, it's a different thing than most first aid kits, right? Yeah. So they're meant to deal with major injuries, typically ones that are like life-threatening. Right. And they just basically to keep this person alive until you can get to a hospital or it's a funny medical professional. It's kind of funny you see these a lot more. Yeah. When in reality, you're going to use the basic first aid kit. Way more. Way more. Way more. But yeah. Not to say these aren't bad to have. I have one in my truck. But people do jump to these before they've yes. actually built a good yeah. first aid kit. Exactly. So- Let's talk about what you would, I mean, so, um, there was a thing on, on my medic that kind of talked about some of this stuff. I know they're not a sponsor, by the way, we've talked about them a lot today, but they are not a sponsor. They're from Utah, um, right? They are from Utah. So that's why. Yeah. We just, 
We're just that's a know, Utah company, hometown crowd, man. <laughs> right. Um, so trauma kits they're usually filled with like 100% actionable, like life saving items. It's not stuff like just like prevention or recovery, like you know medications and, and hydration stuff and band aids. This is like life saving stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, they're typically smaller and they're going to be probably more expensive than regular first aid kits because of the products that are inside of these. They require like a more customized bag and case and and they're just more expensive type. Mm-hmm products. Um, trauma kits have fewer items than a regular first aid kit, but the items need to be packed in a way that make them really easy to find in an emergency because obviously you're going to be using these when it's when there's trauma. The worst. Yeah, the, the worst, worst of the worst. Medical scenario. Yeah, uh, so you've got to be ready with, with some of these. So let's look at a few items to include, which we've already talk on, talked about a few of these, but um, let's just kind of go through the, the basics of it. Number one is the tourniquet. Right. This is the one that this is the medical device that everybody's obsessed with. Yeah. Um, and for good reason, right? Limbs make up and 50% they percent of your body surface area. Yeah. Um, and the tourniquets, again, they're proven safe and effective for stopping a life threatening bleed in one of your limbs. Yeah. Okay? I think I did it, didn't we? It was a long time ago. We did a medical tip and talked about like the, the scare of tourniquets. Like, yes. you're going to lose your. Mm-hmm. No, you're most likely to save someone's life mm-hmm. than to ever cause damage. Yep. From a limb being, yeah. you know, without blood for... I mean, know how to use it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and they're all a little bit different, so you've got to find a tourniquet that works for you, that you understand how to quickly and safely put on, because some of them can be a little bit confusing, yeah. right? I mean, most of them, <laughs> it's like the strats tourniquet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like wrapping it around, like I'm just yeah. flipping it underneath like mm-hmm. I do on the farm or something. Yep, yeah. But it is made to be more efficient and right. more effective to like tighten the tourniquet. So this is like somebody gets a hand cut off or a gunshot wound on the arm or the leg yeah. and they're just bleeding out profusely and you've got to stop that, right? So that's what the tourniquet is for. That's a traumatic event. You've got to stop that, get them to the hospital. Tourniquets, get one for your uh, trauma kit. The next <laughs> one is pressure dressing, Yeah. right? Um, again, Cam knows there's about a this lot stuff. of these, yeah. Like, pressure dressing is basically like gauze with ace already attached to it, uh, so you can sense. actually like apply the gauze mm-hmm. to collect the blood, uh, you know, and, and kind of help stop yeah. the bleeding. And you can um, use it kind of like a tourniquet, but you're applying pressure without having to use that. That means, yeah, so you're applying pressure, they're, they're weird with looking the bandages, but that's mm-hmm. their purpose. I mean, what a it's in the title. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's a great one to put in your trauma kit, obviously. Yeah. Uh, chest seal. Cam talked about these earlier. That's obviously when you have a penetrating chest trauma, like anywhere they, they were saying from the neck to the navel, front, side, back, all that stuff of the chest. Um, because you don't want, it's not like, it's not controlling the bleeding. It's, it's, uh, keeping air from entering the yeah. chest, chest cavity. Right. And there's, and like, it's like, it's just a big sticker that's all that is, yeah. allows it to breathe out. So, I mean, so that it's, so yeah, I you, saw, um, like a DIY, like if you didn't have one, plastic like some, bag. somebody was using like a credit card and tape or something like that. Yeah. I saw, uh, again, so, yeah, I you got that negative pressure. So anything's yeah. going to suck back mm-hmm. and close that wound. So you need something to do that, but this allows you to to actively breathe and, mm-hmm. and not have to hold your finger in the hole. Yeah, and they're just, yeah, it's just like- No a, one wants to keep the finger in the hole. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. But they're, yeah. They're I learned like, that in <laughs> medical school. Yeah. yeah, it was on the test. Get your finger out of the hole. <laughs> it was on the test. <laughs> I got 100%. First question. <laughs> What's your name? Do you put the finger in the hole? How long uh, do you keep the finger in the hole? I wish this was multiple choice. <laughs> yeah. I just put C down. Um, yeah, but they're like, take up no room. 
Yeah, like they're tiny. Like a piece of paper. Yeah, so chest seal is a great thing to have in there. Wound packing. This is uh, Carolix gauze. I don't know what the sterile Carolix gauze. Um, it's intended to plug holes in the body. Yeah. <laughs> right? Again. Again. Keep your finger out of the hole. Yeah. Um, and then it has like, the, they talked about the hemostatic dressings, but they have the stuff that- the quick clot already the built quick in. Clot built Pretty in. cool stuff. Like, um, I haven't- Used any of these myself, mm-hmm. but makes sense. So is that what those are? Is like those Israeli, Israeli ones are bandages yeah. have the? They're like super impregnant. absorbent, so mm-hmm. they can. And then also they have that quick clot in them, so yeah. you can kind of just you slap that in the hole and mm-hmm. put some pressure on it, and it's it's doing a lot of the work. So. Obviously, this is not something you use if you slice your finger a little bit right. with your pocket knife. You yeah. don't get to don't put it in your mouth <laughs> yeah, or in like, any other orifice. No, this unless is... it's. Yeah. A torn open one. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that that's another thing to put in there. Emergency blanket. We talked about this earlier too. Hypothermia is one of those things um, I'm learning uh, for a trauma patient is very bad. Yeah. It's a horrible thing to happen. You start losing blood. That results in shock. And then it's just like a, a cycle that yeah. that's not good for a trauma patient. So having an emergency blanket, again, like Cam said, these things are weightless. They're tiny. Throw it in there, especially in a trauma kit, because you're going to need to keep their body temperature up. It's like so many uses anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Have it in there. And I I didn't know this. Like when your temperature, your core temperature drops, and like the clotting ability goes down or something. So yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting. Um, So yeah, it's much easier to prevent hypothermia than it is to treat it. So just keep that in there. You could throw it on uh, somebody who's in shock or whatever. Yeah. At one point, we talked about like all the different forms of shock, and like Mm -hmm. this is always applied. Yeah. Unless exactly unless you're. uh, heat stroke but yeah so that's an emergency blanket the next one is trauma shears we talked about that too you you may have to cut somebody's pants off you may have to cut them out of a car like a, a seat belt or something um they're so it, useful they're like, super useful you might just have don't to, try and cut paper with them though it's so <laughs> it funny work, it's like huh? they're so amazing to you can with some but it's weird like they just yeah it don't, just don't work, work right? i tried to yeah. cut some <laughs> i tried to like well for one christmas wrapping paper Oh, yeah. Nothing can cut that stuff without just nah. ruining it. Nah. But I tried to, I was like, I got some trauma shears. Like, <laughs> just like ripped it all to pieces. <laughs> anyway. That's fine. And the last one that Cameron put in here was markers. Yeah. You want to explain that one just for me? Just like um, a lot of those like active shooter kits and trauma kits come with something that you can mark people that you're taking care of. You I know, see, yeah. Right on their forehead, mm-hmm. on their arm, or, or where, how long they've, draw, they've been. Draw a dick on their forehead or something. <laughs> right. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Probably won't live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I threw that <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. They're part of all those kits because then you can help kind of triage with mm-hmm. uh, those little markers. Yeah. <laughs> You got a <laughs> yeah. Hello Kitty on your cheek. Yeah, there you go. You should be feeling better. Yeah, draw a Hitler mustache on somebody and walk away. <laughs> He's bleeding out, but look at him. <laughs> we can all laugh about it. <laughs> Laughter is the best Who medicine. Who drew all these mustaches? <laughs> I'm supposed know. to do that. I don't know why I have to have this marker in there. Yeah, that's another Seinfeld. Over is it? The guy's like, he goes, he goes into like shock. Every episode brings one of those up. Yeah, I know. Like a guy, like he get he passes out like from diabetic shock or some weird thing. And there's like, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? He, he probably needs something to eat. So they put like a cookie in his mouth and try and make him like eat it. <laughs> and then the, the EMTs come and they're like, who put cookies in his mouth? You're not supposed to do that. That's why I just, I just thought about that. <laughs> yeah, that one sounds good. That's awesome. a good one. Yeah. Um, so medications, I left that out of the first 
uh, mm. list because yeah. there was enough there to bore you to death. <laughs> yeah. So, but on, on the medication, so a home kit, you can go crazy here. Oh, man, yeah. Basically, you're going to take your medicine cabinet and duplicate it and take it down and put it in your at-home kit. And can I, you do like, that duping? Remember in Diablo when you could dupe stuff? Uh, yeah. You yeah. take it out and pick it up at the same time, and it would dupe it yeah. in your belt. There's still like games that have those bugs. Yeah. But um, I know that sounds funny, but like in all honesty, we don't stock up on these meds that are readily available. And we saw yeah. with like the pandemic, ibuprofen was like, oh my gosh. gone. It was, it was, you couldn't touch it at first, and then it was, <laughs> yeah, then it was like everybody wanted it. So yeah. Um, but like make a backup basically mm-hmm. of your medicine cabinet. Um, and I kind of just go through the list of like items that you can get over the counter. So you got pain, number one. That's what, you know, most of the things, mm-hmm. most of the medications that are purchased are <laughs> pain meds. For pain, yeah. So, um, Tylenol, ibuprofen, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go like with your eyes, get some allergy drops or, uh, saline drops. Like I said, that saline can be used to irrigate wounds and other things. So it's useful. And otherwise, and then ENT, like allergy meds, I usually have like, uh, Claritin, Zyrtec or, uh, and then I always have Benadryl too. So mm-hmm. it's an older, uh, generation antihistamine, but it tends to work for other reasons. You know, sometimes Plus, nausea, sometimes for sleep. So well, it's going to help you sleep. Yeah, it does. It's just like, time. It, I, I, re- I was reading something Whereas the other the day ones are supposed was to. saying that like any OTC like sleep meds basically like Benadryl. It is almost every single one of them. Yeah. I don't know. There's only like a very few that I've noticed or not. So yeah, you got multiple uses with that. Mm -hmm. And for really bad allergies, it's usually the better one. Mm -hmm. And you can with allergies, um, you can, you can double up. You can do like an antihistamine non-drowsy in the morning and do a Benadryl at night. Ah, okay. There's no harm in that. Yeah. Um, Stomach meds, obviously. Uh, Nausea, like I would go, if you can, have some Zofran prescription mm. usually, but that stuff works really well. It does, yes. And there's other anti-nausea meds that don't work so well, but have them on hand. Somebody's going to get tummy ache. Oh, guaranteed. Almost every time. Mm-hmm. And then GI, so diarrhea, constipation, everything to combat those because those are common too. Cam's cure-all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pepto. Um, Modium. Uh, Docusate, that's a, in Imodium. Um, and then, uh, Miralax, like anything to kind of balance those things, you really should have some backup to both help the flow and stop the flow. Yeah. And I'm talking about butthole stuff, <laughs> not the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. That ain't going to help. I want to talk about other stuff. Um, skin, uh, there's a ton of creams out there. Oh man. Can't share all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What you should get. But, um, uh, hydrocortisone cream antibiotic cream like uh the polysporin bass trace and stuff like that so there's a lot of those out there moisturizing creams serums mm, no, serums. then you're going to look at rehydration mm-hmm. you can get rehydration salts um lmt is a great one element dude that's yeah. dude i'm obsessed with it uh the uh and then i always kind of bring up prescriptions here because yeah if you have prescription medications, you got to have that plan 90 days and have a backup plan and supplies because uh, that is probably the most vulnerable area in medicine. Oh, yeah. Losing those meds. And then an antibiotic. I, for those of you that um, don't listen to directions and have leftovers, then store mm-hmm. them. You know, there's no problem in doing that. Or like contingency med or... Uh, Finish your med. There is a problem in not finishing yeah. your antibiotic. But if, you know... But yeah, then um, the thing is... 
like if you that's probably the easiest thing to do is to consider one of those pre-built mm-hmm. like antibiotic kits contingency med has um like four different antibiotics they're all prescriptions and you meet with a provider before they send them to you yeah so it's probably the easiest way unless you have really good connections there's with, condi- what was um, the other one uh, no, I there's can't two remember of them now but yeah so they even have so the one that I have has four different antibiotics. It has Zofran in it, oh, and nice. it has scopolamine in it, which is for motion sickness, mm. and then um, something else. Not Percocet or Xanax, sorry. Ah, oh, darn it. And then um, for portable um, med kits, I, I like to use like a, a medicine organizer, you know, the little week long, mm-hmm. and I usually like put on the bottom, I write with a Sharpie. It's like, just all emodium, stomach. right? <laughs> it's, it's all stomach. <laughs> it's all stomach. Every one of them. <laughs> Everything. I usually tear, like it's tear. <laughs> Like easiest meds to the most advanced. Like one side's Taco Bell, right, the other side's McDonald's. Side, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then you can like write on the bottom antihistamine, yeah. pain medicine, um, and, and all those, you know, allergy medicine. And so it's nice. The only thing is you got to make sure you get a good one because I've had mine pop open often. And then I'm like, mm. I don't know which one. Let's take them all. Yeah. Just <laughs> no, take a suicide. That. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, so those are nice because you can carry in any kit. You can add to any kit the, um, the little medicine organizer that has all those meds in them. Yeah. Don't put liquids in them, by the way. <laughs> Just pour <laughs> some <laughs> Pepto in yeah. one of the things. It all leaked out. <laughs> Dang it. All my pills are fused together. Um, And then the other thing is you can do, you can buy like individual packet meds, you know, like yeah. Advil in a two-pack. Mm-hmm. Um, And those are nice. Or just sticking. steal them from work. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, if there's a first aid kit on the wall, <laughs> just pop it, it open and take some of those things. Put those in your kit. And these are uh, these should like these little packets should be added to your first aid kit. I, I explained earlier. Mm. I just was going over mostly like the the medical uh, supplies. Yeah, sure. Not so much the medicine. And then um, advanced meds to consider. Um, like I said, antibiotics can be tough, so consider mm-hmm. something like contingency medical, or if you have a really close doctor friend, mm-hmm. see what they'll do for you. Give me one of those. Steroids. Um, those are really nice to have on hand for a lot of reasons, but you got to know how to use them. Get on the gear, boy. They're hard to, they're hard to get without yeah. a purpose. Um, stronger pain meds. Mm-hmm. Had a tooth pulled, had some dental work, or had a surgery, and you have those. And I'm very cautious talking about this because it's a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. people sniff them out, steal them. Your kids can get into them. So these are dangerous, but um, it's a good idea to maybe save some somewhere sure. in a safe, like probably in a safe itself. Um, insomnia meds, love them. Got to have yeah. them because sometimes you just need that reset, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and if you're in high-stress scenarios, um on edge you don't know what's going on and you just like somebody you know you're gonna need some decent sleep yep some form of insomnia med which is can be benadryl can be um you know ambient it can be something like that so Mm -hmm. and and a lot of these are you know prescription based but it's just something to think about um anxiety and depression meds there's a lot of ways to treat this naturally we talked about st john's wart and things like that but if you have some backup meds for anxiety it's good to have those on hand um stored away safely Fish antibiotics in an emergency only can be used. We talked about that. That um, they're manufactured similar. Their their dosages, everything is pretty much the same. But again, um, this would be like the last thing. Right. If you had no other choice and you had fish antibiotics, they're going to help. Right. Burn kits. Uh, they have sprays, ointments, special um, like 
like uh, hydration bandages and things like that. It's good to have those. I mean, burns are probably the second most common yeah. things. Like kids are either scraping things or cutting, and then the seconds they get burned. Yeah, we got a burn kit from BattleBox. Oh, wow. That one's great. I, used, I love it. I used like half of it yeah, for great. my kids burning their hands mm-hmm. and stuff. I burn. It's teaching them a lesson, okay? Put your hand out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I can spray it. Um, lidocaine injectable if you're going to be mm-hmm. doing any suturing, and then um, again, like I said, um, consider contingency medical or similar that has a way for you to just meet with the provider, and they'll yeah. send you several different prescription medications that you can just store away. So yeah, I like that. Whew, Good stuff. A, stuff. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of our portable kits, starting with the EDC fac. So this is like your everyday carry first aid kit. One, honestly, you're going to use a ton, maybe more than any of the other ones. It's pretty much the one I carry the most. Yeah. Cause it's with you all the time. This is one that you're going to either keep in your EDC bag or your vehicle or on you. If you're a crazy person at all times, <laughs> imagine just having a first aid kit on you. I went on my ankle at all times. <laughs> That's exactly. You know, this should be able to handle everyday type medical situations, cuts, headaches, stomach issues, burns, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but it needs to be pretty compact because you don't want to take a big old boy with you everywhere yeah. you go. It, again, this is EDC. You got to be, your home kit has a lot for yes. your whole family. Mm-hmm. This one's going to be like you and maybe one other. Yeah. And, and anything that might come up during the day. Right. So you may also include a few additional items in this just in case you happen upon a more dire situation. So maybe that EDC kit becomes your get home first aid kit, or, you know, you come up on a car accident and this is all you have. So you just kind of have to decide what is your situation? What are you planning for? Um, just because like, you know, my EDC kit specifically kind of doubles as a get home bag as well, a little bit. So, you know, I may beef up my first aid kit a little bit just in case. Um, you know, and if obviously if SHTF happens and you're at work, that's what you have. Yeah. So just be aware of that. So you've got to have the basics in there. Cam's already talked about all this stuff. Band-aids, OTC meds, allergy meds, um, electrolyte mixes. I always have those with me. Element, again, has replaced anything I've I've had with the electrolyte mix because they all taste good. Um, and it's probably the best mix for... It's basically rehydration salt. Super good. So freaking good. Uh, obviously some gauze, all that kind of normal stuff you have to have in there. Um, again, we talked about this earlier too. Some people like to make this EDC more like a uh, first aid kit slash trauma kit, especially in the prepper gun world. Um, so you just kind of have to decide uh, for me. Do you want, yeah, your compression bandages and yeah. your Israeli, yeah. Is that how you want to do it? I don't know. You can decide. Um, so that's your EDC uh, first aid kit. Now let's talk about the bug out bag first aid kit. This is obviously is going to be the first aid kit that's in your bug out bag. You know, yeah. you have to leave it's like this. like your portable home mm-hmm. med kit. That's, this is trickier. This one's pretty tricky, yeah. So this basically has to have everything you need for at least 72 hours, but it's not just a regular old 72 hours. It's not like a Tuesday through Thursday, you know, <laughs> yeah. during your work week. This is going to be something that is a dire situation, right? Yeah. Most likely you're using this. If you're using your bug out bag, you're going to be in situations like natural disasters, riots, fires, uh, you know, there's going to be fire at the same used. time. Yeah. All at the same time. You're going to be hiking. You might be running. There might be some crazy driving going on. So this kit needs to kind of almost be like your EDC plus, uh, kind of like a trauma plus part of your home kit. Like it's kind of a little bit of everything. It is. So this one might be the most tricky because I think it is. This is the one probably that I stress the most. Yeah. About. I was like, yeah. Oh, I so, have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can do more. Like I carry a little bit more because yeah. I've 
done suturing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm like, man, it's more space and yep. and, and weight, yeah, and so, so that's like, why it gets tricky. But it also needs to include any personal medical needs in this kit, like your daily meds, or if you have some like weird device to keep you going for some reason. I don't know, whatever that might be. <laughs> Again, one of those vintage like, uh, dialysis machines you got to take with you. Yeah. Uh, Maybe run on batteries. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. Everybody's different. It's not my place to judge. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want you to stay alive. I don't care how you do it. Um, I have two titanium backup rods from a lower leg. Yeah, engine. I got three Johnson rods in the back. Personal. These are, personal. These are medical grade. <laughs> medical grade. So basically, you got to include everything in your EDC and trauma kit in here, pretty much. But it also, you want to make sure you have good stuff for like the mobility injuries, like. Cam talked about yeah. the medical tape, the ace bandages, the coban, the Sam Splint stuff. Because again, you're going to be hiking with a pack. We don't know, yeah. and those things are going to happen. Like someone's rolling an ankle for sure. Guarantee it. Yeah, it's happening. It. So you need that. You need to be ready for it, right? Also, if you're bugging out, you may want to include some other things. Um, Cam can yell at me for any of these, but uh, no, these are good because, uh, like, this is perfect because a lot of this I left out of mm-hmm. the home kit because yeah. of this reason. This is what it's for, right? So antibiotics, you may want them in your bug out bag first aid kit. I don't know. You don't know what you're going to happen upon. You're not at home. You won't have your home antibiotics. So consider it. I'm not saying you have to have these things. I'm saying this is a list of things to consider. You might have to have an EpiPen depending. Oh, yeah. If you need one, you should have one. Yeah. In your bug it should out. should be like your priority. Kit. Yes. Uh, potassium Number one priority med. Yeah. Potassium iodide. Is this yeah. a nuclear event? Uh, will a nuclear event arise even if you didn't know it was going yeah. to? Who knows? Maybe your potassium and your iodine is low. I don't know. Perfect for that. Perfect. Um, Made for it. Yeah. A suture. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe you know how to use it. Maybe you don't. Yeah. See, and I Consider. I mean, this wasn't in my main, like, it, it's in mine, but like, yes. I left that out of like everybody's basic kit because mm-hmm. maybe you don't know how to suture. Right. Why pack up on a, I mean, there's reasons. I mean, it's like, well, I'm a neighbor. Yeah. He's a vet. So, exactly. And, and you're but you have to put some thought into like definitely do why you want to have it and if you're ever going to use it. And I put rehydration salts like an element in this, but I think honestly you need to have that in your kit. I feel like it's you a must-have. Yeah, I don't know. Um, face masks, uh, moleskin, man. If you, See, and that was another one. A lot of people put that one in their regular kits. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great idea, but it makes more sense in the bug out scenario. It's exactly. like, you're going to use that for blisters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Something to irrigate a wound, like Cam was talking about the. Um, uh, the hill. Now I just saline. lost the word. Yeah, saline, saline and, and the uh, freaking oh, syringe. Syringe. God, <laughs> frick! I couldn't get the word. Um, yeah. So that's probably not a bad idea. And then a first aid yep. guide slash book. Yeah. So. I, and, yeah, I think this is one of a lot of people that go up here. Yeah, my mind library. Seriously, like if anybody knows medicine well, mm-hmm. you know that you don't know it all. Like <laughs> if maybe mm-hmm. like. You're going to run into some different things that you're going to want a book to a guide. Yeah. So even working in medicine, I want a guide. So yeah. it's recommended to everybody have Just a guide. One. So that's your bug out bag first aid kit, right? But uh, the last one I want to talk about is your vehicle kit. Um, this one can definitely be like a combination of several types of kits or just a combination of kits. Uh, like for me personally, I have my EDC first aid kit and I have a trauma kit like on my back seat, but then I also just have like a regular old kit like under the seat. I got a ton of stuff because like I'm always in my truck. I know. Right. Um, but you can get specific like vehicle first aid kits. They make the ones that are like vehicle slash boat 
I don't know why it's always slash boat. I know. But like how many people, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's true. It should be like slash I think side waterproof, by side. I wonder, is that why? I, I guess maybe, but, um, you can always get All those. All this stuff floats. Yeah. All your band-aids are just spread out. This is specifically for first aid on a lake. <laughs> I usually just put a line on it and drag it behind me on yeah, the boat. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't take up any space. It's just out there. Yeah. A the little water. more drag for the engine, but that don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, one or two knots down. Yeah, no biggie, no biggie. So anyways, that's your vehicle, kid. Yeah. I'm just going to get one of those, have you seen those Samsung robots? Put, my, put so. my first aid kit in there, just going to drive around the house, oh, call yeah. you around. Yeah. It's always right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, So items, like, there's a ton of different medical items, and I, there's a lot of these that could, I mean, this is the skill-based and, mm-hmm. and, and what you think is necessary. I mean, this might be priority stuff to you, but... Not to everybody. Most people probably not. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that falls into some of these kits and trauma kits that, I mean, you just may never use. Mm-hmm. So, it's not not a priority item. So, decompression chest needle. Mm. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> this is, like, really advanced, like, yeah. medic type. Like, if somebody was in the military and a medic, like, they would be the ones using something like this. Right, yeah. Um, ER docs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Don't worry about buying that stuff. <laughs> eye shield and eye cup, sure. you know, something to rinse out eyes. Um, most of the time, a facility is going to have that. Not a bad idea to have in, like, your home kit, but mm-hmm. overall, it's not, like, a priority item. So CPR masks kind of go both ways. I mean, like, I do have one in my car. If I came up on an accident, I probably would want to protect my mouth mm-hmm. from other people throwing up into it when I'm trying to get It's not it. ideal. So um, yeah. I think, I, like, this isn't, it's not a super necessary thing. I mean, in the event, family member, you're just going to mount the mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just going to get them, you know, do whatever you can. Um, suture kits, like, it falls on this list because a lot of people, you know, they're like, I want to have that. But if you don't really have the skill or have anybody that you know that can use it, mm-hmm. it's it's a cost that you don't need. And so, you may not even want to consider it. And so. I saw um, my grandpa fake his way through a suture one time some people can i don't get it it's not yeah i i can't believe he did it (laughs) i was like 14 years old we're up at the lodge some guy it was gutting a fish and sliced right here and it was like gashed open you just sew material it's the same thing he's like all right come over here i'll fix it i'm like what he's really gonna do that like nothing like no numbing nothing just freaking did it i'm like oh my god some people are like that and some (sighs) people are willing to like do that on the spot so maybe the suture kit is more important to you Diagnostic items like blood pressure cuff, stethoscope, I have said before, like, have these. I think it's a good idea to have them, but they might not be uh, necessary for your kit. Like, sure. if you're never going to use them, you don't feel like they're, you know, something that... So, knives, scalpels, mm-hmm. uh, multivitamins, um, things that, that you, I mean, they're just semi-important. Sure. Iodine, hydrogen peroxide, I actually, I feel like it has more use, so... yeah. But a lot of a lot of these trauma kits and stuff have um, NPA tubes and OPA. Yeah. It's like you got these like somebody that doesn't know what they're doing shoving a tube through your nose <laughs> no, down you. to your airway. Like it's kind of scary to yeah. think about. So if you really don't know how to use them, like I, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I wouldn't bother having them. Sure. Um, and then like an advanced face shield or basically like protective medical gear. Yeah. It's like. Not a bad idea to have, but don't go out of your way of, like, making a whole kit with all of that stuff in it. Yeah. Because most of the time, you're going to be treating your family. Exactly. And so, yeah, I'm not going to worry so much about blood splattered in my face. Hey, Cam, if you didn't know, electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, and weakness. 
Did you know that? Yeah. You did, yeah. Love it. As people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready the most. That's why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. We've already talked about these guys like five times in this episode. Yeah. That's how important it is. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt, zero sugar. That's the beautiful thing about this stuff. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to folks following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. We think Element is perfect for bug-out bags and EDC kits. Element contains science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. It's basically like rehydration salts, right? I rehydration mean, salts taste like crap. They do. These, I like want to drink just sitting yeah, at home. They're they're delicious. Um, Navy SEALs, FBI sniper teams, Marines, they all use Element. Um, casual Preppers listeners can get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive Casual Preppers link. That's the only way you can do it, guys. The Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is great because you get a test. You can find out the one you like. Let me tell you, you're going to like citrus. Oh, you're so going to like orange. Watermelon's good, too. Yeah, and I just heard pretty soon grapefruit's coming. Oh, man. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm be, buying it. I'm buying it, too. They offer no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it wow. back. It's like, why not even just try it? You're going to love it. This offer may be claimed by first-time and returning Element customers. Use our link every single time, you guys. You're going to get that free sample pack. This offer is exclusively available through VIP Element Partners. You're not going to find this anywhere. There's not going to be promo codes. You have to follow the link to get this head to our link drinkelement.com slash casual preppers get your order and your free sample pack that is drinkelement.com slash casual preppers just go to the show notes click the link and go get it you're not gonna i mean anytime i go to jujitsu three times a week i'm drinking this stuff i so yeah we've gotten a lot of different little drink mixes and i've never purchased any of them Yep. I went and purchased this on my own. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I want to have them available. I was like craving it when I had COVID because mm-hmm. I was just sitting around like sweating. I'm yep. like, but yeah, for exercise, everything. It's just an awesome. It's beautiful. Awesome. Um, Kim already talked about a couple of these, but here's a few additional items. Which is so funny. It's like, to consider. you don't need these, but consider these. But consider these. Yeah. But. Uh, pulse oximeter. You can just get one of those like on Amazon. Yeah, you can get them anywhere now. Wow, interesting. Walgreens. Cool. And, uh, actually, you can get them at Walmart too. So. Yeah. Uh, a nebulizer. I, you know, those are great if you have anybody the nebulizers with are, are, yeah, they're huge. The mm-hmm. thing is, like, it used to be a big old, like, compressor and tubing. Now mm-hmm. you just get a handheld. It's like the, the size of a pop can. Yep, yeah. Do you have one? I do have I one. I thought so. Yep. Um, an otoscope? Yeah. Got to get one of those, right? The BP cuff, Cam talked about that earlier, I think. But just, I like the the auto ones, so you don't have to, like, figure out, like, counting and listening and trying to figure out how to get the blood pressure. I, <laughs> right. I can't do it. Um, so those are nice to have. Suture kits, we talked about that. Stethoscope, maybe a dental kit even. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I know that's not necessarily medical, but it's kind of within no, the No, I think realm. it's a huge deal, yeah. Uh, crutches. It cost $4 billion. Oh, yeah. You might as well get your own kit, save some money. <laughs> um, a couple crowns in yeah. there. <laughs> crutches. I mean, how often does something happen and you, if you didn't have crutches, you couldn't get around, right? Yeah, I think the crutches, that's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, orthoglass splint material? Yeah, that or, or that's right, there's supposed to be an R. In okay, there. orthoglass. Orthoglass is that stuff that it's gauze on the outside and it has this, uh, uh, a, like a one layer of casting material. Oh, okay, yeah. It's so nice. Like, it is a little more expensive, but it's like the best stuff for mm-hmm. making your own splints. So. Nice, I like that. But yeah, these... Um, um, like we've said before, like taking, being able to deliver vitals 
mm-hmm. to someone. Like if you called someone, yeah. you know, and you're you're trying to get help from somebody else, like this stuff would be super helpful. So for sure, it's just a matter of how much you plan to do mm-hmm. on your own. Um, and that comes down to skill training. And that's uh, what yeah. the last thing I want to talk about was like most of us can put a band-aid on and wrap something in gauze. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, like what do you do? What do you do if it starts looking infected? When and should you pre-treat, you know, uh with antibiotics, you know, are you, are you treating prophylactically and when should you do that? Like, these are all things that you're going to have to learn and you're not always going to be able to have medical, you know, you're going to have Medscape or WebMD or anything to look at. So printing guides and, um, you know, maybe taking a skills course on how to do these things. I would love to actually like a little class. Suturing, stapling and stuff like, uh, gluing, like, Managing wounds and closing wounds is super fun, mm-hmm. and, and it's just a matter of coordinating your hands together. Like okay. it's it's not like super. It, there are some really fancy suturing techniques and yeah. speed and all that, but like just learning the basic suturing um, and getting your hands just kind of used to how to like do it efficiently. It's all the dexterity, of really, it all, yeah, right? exactly. And so, um, having all of your suture kits and all that stuff when you don't really know how to suture, like how often are you gonna? actually be the one to do that that's so. why like we had we got that thing from battle box too where you could practice i the was just suture. gonna say like that's a good idea anyway because you mm-hmm. can use that equipment for a real suture yeah and you can practice yeah. that's probably the way i would go if you um if you're gonna buy a suture kit i'd buy a suture practice kit because the material in there could be used yeah and battle box may have them on their website you, you might as well just do. go try and see because it's kind of only cool like little 30 deal. to 40 bucks so. yeah not they have bad. a little like a little rubber um that has a bunch of lacerations mm-hmm. that you can practice on I, I still use it. I still practice on it when time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, just sitting around watching TV. Yeah. You know, suture some stuff. Let's get something done. Um, but really, like, you need to review basics of, you know, basic life support. Yeah. You know, airway, um, you know, all, all that stuff is, like, it's just never reviewed very often unless you're in the medical field. It's like, I, the last and time I did that. this is the most important thing for most everyone is like i think the last time i did that was when i had my first baby they made us take like some sort of like a basic infant life support thing yeah at the hospital that's right yeah it's like the last time i ever had it but like my kids took a babysitting course this summer and they got the basic life support stuff you know so yeah but yeah that basic life support is what most everyone is going to have to apply to Mm -hmm. anybody that's you know medically sick or or a trauma case or something like that. That's what your role is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and CPR, you know, um, learning how to do it that changes some from time to time of yeah. how many compressions, how often, and when to switch and stuff like that. Choking, Heimlich maneuver stuff. Like, uh, they don't call to, it a Heimlich maneuver anymore, right? Heimlich? I thought they didn't call it that anymore. I don't anymore. know. Do they, do they not? I don't know. Man, I heard something. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we know we're not. About. Probably not. It's offensive. <laughs> yeah. Heimlich was probably a Nazi or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> so Heimlich. Yeah. Um, and then it's not a bad idea to just review like how a defibrillator actually works if you have one in a workplace. Yeah, we have one here. They walk, probably not work. practically walks you through it. Does it? Like it'll tell you like apply patches and then, but it's nice to just maybe look at a video of like, oh, how does this work? Mm-hmm. Um, and then hemorrhage control. Like, Applying mm-hmm. pressure, tourniquet stuff like that. Yeah. It's always good to kind of review exactly how to use it, how you know, and what you're looking for when when you're actually in that scenario. Prepper's medical handbook probably has all that. It stuff. does. It yeah. does have like pretty much all of this. Mm-hmm. And then basic wound care is good to know. Like, mm-hmm. well, not only that, like basic wound care, and then basic like cold, 
yeah. <laughs> and seasonal virus care. Oh, yeah. It's like my biggest thing is like people don't know when they, they, it's fine. I mean, you seek medical attention when you feel like you need to, but 99% of the time it's managed, can be managed mm-hmm. at home. So learning those things are going to be crucial in any kind of the, any of these scenarios that we've talked about. It's like, if you have to do your own medical care, you're going to be super grateful. You have at least yep. books and printouts, mm-hmm. um, or you've had some skill training. So. Nah, I just keep it in mind library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was a lot. There's a lot of stuff, and we I kind of went through it pretty quick. You've heard it before, mm-hmm. and so I just build your own. Like, Yeah, do it. Start, start selecting all the good medical devices that you mm-hmm. love the most and put them in your own kit. I love it, Cameron. Yeah, I do too. Thank you guys for um, listening to that because we had a good time. But I, we got a freaking ton of reviews to do real quick. We're going to go through some awesome stuff. Let's start with the Going Gear EDC Club. Um, the first item in the box is the Monster Dog Kubi Knife. Almost sounds like Kobe Knife, but it's <laughs> Kubi. <laughs> Somebody probably is like, oh, isn't this knife? <laughs> Oh, so many people still call me Colby and Cody. I people an I know you really well. In, you get an L in there a lot. yeah. My, there you go. My name is like the Christmas song. <laughs> Noel. Yeah. All right. Oh, that stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the giant mouse ace nibbler. It's a little, this little purple knife, it's I think, a right? a little knife. Yeah. Cute little one to give your girlfriend, your boyfriend. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with that. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, give it to your girlfriend. <laughs> Boyfriend. Then we have the, the giant mouse swag pack. Uh, that has some cool stickers and uh, freaking patches and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got the Waka Coffee. Seriously, it looks like makeup <laughs> to me. Yeah, it does look like makeup. So that's the Going Gear EDC cool. Club. Great stuff. Coffee. Always have good stuff there. Always. I'm afraid this is going to get spilled. Then we got the latest Battle Box Mission. 99, my friends, one away from the big one, Hunter. Century. The first item in the basic box is the BattleBox Camping Tripod. It comes in a nice little leather pouch. You can make a tripod. And That's genuine. Genuine. Yes, sir. That's cool. Then, then we have the Roaring Fire Ember Pouch. It's a sweet little EDC gear pouch. You can't ever get enough of those things, man. Yeah. I like the Roaring Fire stuff. It's like really yeah. rugged. Mm-hmm. It's been tested. And then uh, just in time, we got the Bleed Stop Pack. 20 grams. I don't know what that means, but there's 20 grams of it, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it means. Drink a little bit. Yeah. And then we got the Night Eyes Loopable 2-Pack Twist Tie, 24-inch. That's two feet, brah. Uh-huh. All kinds of uses with these little yeah. twisties. Yeah. Then we got the farmer's t- best oh, friend. Gosh, yeah. He'd probably throw it aside and just pull out his bio. I know. And then the Tactica K100 Pocket Knife. Sweet like, little uh, Yeah, I like the look of this one. Yeah. Pretty cool. cool. I'm not going to take it out. Then we got the Bushnell Cellular Cellular Trail Camera with a 32 gigabyte SD card. Oh, oh, nice. Take you never that. come with a card. Nah. Then the last but not least, in the catch pro- Bigfoot right there. Oh, good luck. They know about that. <laughs> they do. Sonar lidar they radar. <laughs> and then we have the Survival Edge Garab. Garab. Oh. Uh, knife. Is that this big sucker? Yeah. Look at that mahogany. Mahogany. It's pocket wood, actually. Okay. <laughs> What's pocket wood? That's right there. That's pocket wood. That's a sweet looking knife. Pocket wood for pocket knife. Hey, that needs some bleach, doll. <laughs> right away. So that's the latest that in my hand. battle box. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're gonna get a free knife when you go buy one of those. Then we got the latest frigging crate club. My gosh, look at us go. 
Um, so the first item in the crate club is the Tactica M100 multi-tool. Cool little multi-tool you can keep right in your pocket. You can turn stuff on and off. No doubt. Take bolts off. And then we have the Gear Tie reusable rubber twist tie, 64 inch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Had another one of those earlier. Put that over there, though. Don't get it mixed up with yours. Um, then we have the Humvee folding shovel. This thing's pretty cool, actually. Yep. This thing is pretty awesome. Neat little shovel. Yeah. Dig your one. Dig your own damn grave with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dig a little train, whatever you want. Yeah. Then we have the Zero Tolerance Zero 350 knife. Yep. It's in this box. It's in that box. <laughs> and then we have, just in time again, the Rescue Essentials Battle Bandage. So this is like the compression wrap Yeah, these uh, are nice. Stuff. They're all like vacuum sealed and mm-hmm. like, because um, they, they absorb a ton. Yeah. And sterile, yes. Oh, sure. Then we have the Mountain Bonded Alpha Fixed Blade. Here it is. That's right there. And then we have the Zero Tolerance Knife Storage Bag. Got a bunch of knives. You got to have a storage bag for your knives. Nice. Put your, put your knives in there. Then we got the Dan's Honing Oil. Got to hone something? Get the honing oil. Get the Dan's Honing <laughs> yeah. Oil. Yeah. Dan had the best idea with that oil. This is good oil. And then we have the Zip Range Kit. Pull up this little zip line and throw on your targets or whatnot. That's and pretty cool. Zip it out there and shoot <laughs> it. Different. Hundred foot range, man. Wow. Yeah. I don't have a hundred foot yard. <laughs> I know. I'll try that in the basement, maybe. <laughs> Down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so that was the latest crate club. And then we also have the latest tack pack. Bleh. First item in the tack pack is the Reptilia Next Gen Grip. CQG grip specifically designed to enhance ergonomics and performance on short barreled rifles. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. You're done, son. Then we have the MSK Supply Storm Tool Range Bag. Actually, pretty cool little range bag. Yeah, I like those. Some really good stuff those in there. Pretty cool. We have the Yard Pigeon Micro Foregrip. Cam loves a foreskin grip. Um, and then we got the LAG Tactical MCS Mag Carrier. Look at all that. Put your bag in there. And then we have the My doc- back hurts. <laughs> Reach it down to pick all the stuff up. You can use the Doc Spartan Mini Healer uh, stuff on your back if wow. you need to. Um, and then there's also a uh, yellow operator sticker, which is... is bar- it's Why'd a you mention that first? Homer Simpson. I don't know. <laughs> That's the first item right there. <laughs> That's it, guys. Hello. Goodbye. Um, That's all we got today, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Seriously, can't thank you enough. These kits, man, they're loaded. Loaded. We can't thank you enough for listening. Seriously, appreciate you listening. You're all wonderful people for doing so. Yes. Right? Really Um, are. Make sure you follow us on all the socials, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, where else, wherever you can find us. We're out there. Um, Thank you so much, and stay survived.